0: You are now tuned to The Other Side with BOK Sports 98 Welcome back. You're now tune into The Other Side, The Other Side of Sports. I'm your host, yeah. Laws. Merry Christmas. Yeah. We in the building. Uh, I'm in the solo dolo today uh gated team all for christmas no! it's been an enjoyable uh holiday season for myself um you know it's been it's been a busy weekend uh first thing we did me and the family we we had a church lock-in and uh that was that was interesting i don't know if, if the fans out there are familiar with what a lock-in is but it's basically essentially you have youth the youth of the church, they come into the to the church, and you lock the doors, and y'all like basically just spend the night in the church. So can't do it. Um, that was fun and interesting all at the same time. Uh, for I, you know, I'm a youth leader at, at the church. And, what and we had three rules this year for this uh, locking event. Rule number one uh, was that you know you had to be respectful to each other and other kids and stuff. Rule number That's two, right. you already know. <laughs> No sex. Uh, We just tell the kids straight off bat, like, y'all parents entrusted y'all to us. We're gonna make sure y'all get home the same way. And the third one, which is why I sound like the Grinch that stole Christmas right now, is no sleeping is allowed. I'm not rocking, man. And so for, for, for 24 hours, or maybe not 24 hours, maybe like 18 hours, but from 9 p.m to 8 a.m., nobody was allowed to sleep. And so, uh, including including uh, the chaperones at, at this event, myself, my wife, uh, and a few others. Uh, and let me just tell you, around 6 a.m., yeah, Bams was just about tapped out, uh, myself included. But I, I hung on in there. I made it through. Uh, you know, we had an enjoyable time, you know, we played basketball cause we got, we have a gym inside the church. So we, we played basketball. We did, uh, lip sync battles. We, um, just did a whole bunch of stuff with the kids you know, and, and it was fun. Um, I had a good time, but the downside of that is when I got home, That's right? You already know because you, you know, you, you don't sleep. You, you're active all, all throughout the night. I got home and I took my shoes off you know, <laughs> and, and. and and like you know, like you listen to Funkmaster Flex, and he dropped the bomb. That's that's what happened when I took them shoe bellies off. That smell was, like, it was it was indescribable, dog. Young was a it was <laughs> leave your shoes on for eighteen hours, balling and doing all types of stuff. You'll find out quick that them shoes and get stinky. Yeah, and then uh. You know, uh, of course, I got cleaned up, got a shower, and then, um, you know, last night we had Christmas dinner with the fam, and that was cool. Did the white elephant. I don't know if any of y'all played the white elephant game with your families or during this time of the season where, you know, you exchange gifts and you can steal a gift from, I mean, it could get real dicey real quick because if you don't get what you want and, you know, somebody has a gift that you, you you know, you, you're coveting, you can just steal it from them. And then it just turned into a, a, a bad situation because it's like... Yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to just steal from my mother-in-law. I'm going to just steal from my, my dad, like, this, this item. And then he's going to be without the item that he wants. So... You know, i always a little leery when I play that game. I'm like treading lightly because I'm not trying to still, you know, have, have, do it. have somebody mad at me uh, because I took the gift that they that they really wanted. So I just kind of just chill and just let the chips fall where they may. But this time it worked out. Uh, we got the little Google Home doc screen thing. We'll, we'll throw that in here. I know, I know the peoples is monitoring. I mean, I know. They everywhere. The government, they monitoring, they listening. I mean, it, it is what it that's is. That's right. You already know. Um, but I, that's what I got. And then my wife got the Nordstrom Rack gift card, $75. So that's a smooth move. Um, and I mean, I don't know if the price is going to go up next year or not. I'm not sure. But uh, it probably will. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I mean, first we started at 25 then we got the 50. Now we're at 75, so I'm thinking the next one probably going to be 100 next year. What more do you want from I'm me? I'm not sure. We'll we're gonna, we're gonna have to see about that one. Oh. Um, I did get a chance to, to hang out with some friends, too, uh, this 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 weekend, this holiday weekend. Um, my man Justin came in from out of town with his wife, and uh, we had, like, a little couple's game night at the house, and it was chill. Um, and you know we did that you know, you know what i'm saying we discussed different topics talked about different things um you know one of the things that was discussed was just how to how to raise your kids where they they're not entitled where they have humility um and you know do they do they just is it the the environment that they grow up in is it is it being modeled for them or is it um just something that they they just just happens to happen to them, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, and I think it's a combination of both. I think you know definitely what you model in your home will will, will manifest itself as in some way or another in um, your children. I don't have any kids personally. Um, you know, my wife and I we always going back and forth about just like work environments and how we we develop work ethic. You know, do you get it? You know, by by sending your kids to work at McDonald's or work at Wendy's or just you know one of these jobs to just get experience in the work world, or do you like foster like a work environment through a friend or a colleague or someone where they can kind of get uh, you know the experience of a job in a, a more padded environment, you know, for, for lack of a better explanation of that. Uh, and I, I and I think you could probably make arguments for for both. You know. Um, you know I, I was one of those kids I worked at Boston market that was my first job um, you know I, I had some some good times there you know what I'm saying and I learned a lot I learned what I didn't want to do when I got older that, that was very clear and apparent uh, in a short period of time uh, what it you know exactly what I, I didn't want to do as a profession as a job I mean you know the way they treat you, how how you navigate and interact in that in that environment, it's just very organic. And and I was always one who think you know thought that you know in a different environment where you like have, you know your your parents set you up with a job, that is just a little more you get a little more leeway, you get a little more rope than you would get in a, an organic environment. But I think that there's, there's success stories all across the board in different environments, and I think that the the most important thing. Um, that I would say constitutes or uh, develops work ethic is the home, you know, the environment of the home and what kind of things your children are being exposed to and w- what type of values you, you're teaching the kids. You know what I'm saying? I spent a lot of time, even as a kid, um, working in uh, soup kitchens and shelters with, with my mom and, and that environment. Though when I was a kid, I was like, know, this show is for the birds. Like, I'm not trying to be spend my Sunday morning in this junk, 5 30 a.m. at the soup kitchen. As I got older, I just realized, you know what I'm saying, I'm blessed. Especially in this this time of year, you know, you you see the disparity in people who have versus people who don't have. And, you know, I think my exposure to Um, those environments, even as a a youngster has helped me develop just a compassion and more of a, uh, just, just a more focused perspective on people around me who may not have what I have. And so, you know, where I can give back and do different things, you know, it's something that not only that I'm, I'm passionate about, um, but you know, my family, my wife, you know, we're, we're both passionate about it as well. So, um, you know I, I think that was cultivated in my home environment um and i i just think if you you want something from your kids being intentional about teaching them um guiding them um, you know helping them to recognize just you know life and you know for those who, who are of, of, of a faith-based background you know um how wh- what does God expect from us in 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 those different situations in life? Uh, I know I just got real deep on y'all real real, real quick. Yes, man, it's, this is ridiculous, man, ridiculous. Uh, I know this is typically not how the show goes, but we're gonna jump into some sports and uh, uh, I've I've been getting slandered. On social media. That's right, you already know. I, I mean, it's, it's been 50 50 because I, th- I think a lot of fans actually feel how I feel uh, as, as a Washingtonian and a Washington Redskins fan of the team. And I'm at the point where I am renouncing my, my fanhood to the team. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Oh, my God. Completely. I know I've done this in the past, but it, it it's just made more and more official as each week passes by. Um, you know, it was fun while it lasted. I mean, the, the Redskins sold you a bill of goods and fool's gold um, to believe that they really had an, a real chance at doing something this year. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm not rocking, you know, but- this is this this is what the Redskins are. Like, they're they're a team that is just saturated in drama. Like, they can never get that drama stench off of their clothes. That's right. You already know. Um, you know, it, it's like you're dating a girl that's always getting it, like, you know, just in some drama, dog. You just, you know, those people in your, in, in your circle or in your life and, and and the wise people have like put them to the side, but there's people with maybe a family member somebody always full of drama. Like no matter what, you think they're doing good. They, you know, things may go well for for a moment and then it's some drama. That That's the Washington Redskins in that shit. And this week they decided to cut DJ Swearinger from the team. Um and and the reasons around it, I guess, you know, I, I think we can all agree it was based upon his comments, how vocal he's been in the media. Um and he he made a statement that he watches more film than than the coaches. Uh I believe him. I mean, I, I think that, I think that he does watch more film than the coaches. And some some will argue, you know, his play hasn't reflected that he watches more film. Than the coaches but my personal opinion and i watch all the games and, I, and i'm i seeing things that are happening and you know to me the glaring issue is uh it's a combination of two so you know yes i think for a coach the the, the biggest thing that you're trying to do is you're trying to put your players in a position to make plays in order to win and when i see other teams scheme in a way that allows the where players aren't in position and they're not there to be able to make the play and it's not based upon uh necessarily their skill level even though Mason Foster is slow as molasses even though Stroman is some trash and I'd rather just go up and grab a first teller at Walmart and put him in a yeah. secondary than uh rocking with with, with Stroman and, and Monroe been 50-50, you know what I'm saying? And D.J. Swingers, he's had some ups and downs this season. But overall, when you see a screen in Kerrigan's side and nobody's there, when you see certain plays happen downfield on third, third and long, especially in this game versus Tennessee, you cannot let Blaine Gabbert come in and beat you. And when... I see third third and eight or third and six, and there's a guy wide open on the sideline, and then people, the guys aren't in position to make the plays. Now, it's one thing if the player is just some trash, like, you know, I, Ha Ha Dix missing that interception that was clearly should have been picked off, and he just missed it. No, you just trash, big fella. Uh, I'm starting to feel, too, and it's just a little side note, that we got got in that trade because Clinton Ha Ha Dix is not been, I mean, he's been in truck stick in the end zone. He's been missing tackles. He's just not been good at all. And I'm looking at that decision, like, okay, who, who had their hand? Who's, who's culpable in this situation? So, you know, when I'm looking at the overarching theme: people not being in position, you know, mixed with some of the lack of lack of talent that's been displayed on the field. You know, I'm putting that on the organization. I'm putting that on Bruce Allen. I'm putting that on Dan Snyder as a team owner. The the lack of accountability that's on the team, and the fact that you know you decide after all this funny business has been going on with the team. You know, uh, Mason Foster got his IG. You know, had, had had criticisms about the team and how he wasn't about to play. Yet yeah, he's on a roster. Uh, yeah, you got the um, the other linebacker Zach Brown. How he, you know, you see the writing on the wall and that he wouldn't be here and all these different things. And then they go ahead and make this move. To me, this is this is another reactive move by the Washington uh, Redskins. And. Another move that just shows they they have no control. There's there's no accountability. Yeah. It, it's it's like if you if you <laughs> you have a classroom and you letting the kids stand up and talk without raising their hands and doing all this reckless stuff. They throwing paper wires at the at the teacher. They you know they they're uh, pencil fighting in the back of the classroom and then. You get it. You get a substitute one day. He come in here. He want to lay down the law and be all you know, stern and oh, everybody better stay in their seat and don't move. And well, like, them kids is gonna laugh and not take that serious. And then get the kid kicked out of classroom and stuff because you apparently not going to have. That's that's what the situation has gone on with the Redskins. They they they've had a culture of people just being able to say what they want and do what they want, and there's no accountability. The coaches, you know, you saw Josh Norman early in the season, uh, halftime. This bad man He got his headphones on. All this stuff. This is this is this is. indicative of the culture that they have and then you wanna now all of a sudden get the stern rod of correction and, and, and try to X my man DJ Swanger out when no, he's no. led the team in interceptions, when he's been an emotional leader on on, on the team and for the defense yeah. when he's second in the team in tackles, you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying he's perfect and I'm not saying that he's, he's Sean Taylor but he has been a, a major staple to the to the to the team and, and yes he is a vocal i mean you get that with him but lebron james said something this week in regards to how the 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 nfl has a slave mentality and 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 you can see that evidence in this situation you know what i'm saying the fact that they brought on reuben foster he's not cut yet is he cut yet you know what I'm saying? They brought a Rupert Foster. and Here's someone who is challenging the coaches to be better. I, I, some will say that it was it was uh, his criticism don't help the team. And I agree. I agree. They they may not help the team on the surface. But I think everybody knows that the Redskins organization, from the top down, it has a lot of deficiencies. Cannot win with them, Starting with the head coach. The head coach is soft. Cannot coach with him. Jay Green, yes, he's soft. Uh he he's he's never progressed in, in clock management of games. Uh, you know, in big games, they just they're unprepared. Uh the defense has been the the brightest thing on the team. Yet all all of this noise and all of this stuff is coming from from the defensive side of the ball. And frankly i think you just need to go ahead and start over and start afresh get jay gruden out of here get bruce allen out of here um if this is not the straw in my opinion that 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 shows that they're incapable that they're incompetent of, of producing a winning product uh i don't know what it is yeah huh? and I don't know what it is. And they and they, and they got a pass because they they, they beat a, a bad team prior to, to Tennessee, which I felt, you know, they should have... Tennessee's not all world. Tennessee's not... Especially with Blaine Gabbard on the center. Come on, man. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And so, you know, that's where we're at right now. I'm a, I My wife pulled out a, a redskin sweatshirt not the other day, home. and I was like, you can go ahead and throw that in the trash. You can throw that away. She's like, no... We can keep I'm like nah. If <laughs> you go ahead, trash that. Get that joint to Goodwill. I don't care. You can wax the car up with that joint. I don't care. Cut the sleeves off, hoop in that joint. I don't care. Um, cause that's just where I'm at with it. Uh, they just. It's just time for change, dog. You need to go into this draft. You need to find you a quarterback in the early, the the first or second round. You need to make a decision on a quarterback because Alex Smith is likely not going to return. You need to start over. And the sooner you figure that out, the sooner you do that, the better. Um, uh, So that's that with the Redskins. Um, I'm done with them. I know a lot of people are. uh, People have been super critical. Um, you know, but nothing's happened yet. So, you know, I, I'm not so sure that we'll get what we deserve as fans. I mean, maybe after they see the the, the stadium well empty this upcoming week uh, in the, in the game, then maybe they'll they'll decide to make it make a change. But I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh. Onto a different team up the road, um, up the way. The Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens uh, went into L.A. and beat the Chargers, though, in a good game. And we saw Lamar Jackson make some throws in this game um, and and make some plays in this game that allowed them to, to... get the victory, you know what I'm saying? And, and one of the things that I'm noticing, you know, I put up the post in regards to uh, just Lamar Jackson and just how, how he's played and that, the fact that he's five and one as a starter. And, you know, people are so quick and, and, and it's disheartening to me because, you know, it's it's black people on top of that. Like, it's like the success that he's having, you know, there's like this, this negative criticism that hangs in the backdrop. Whenever you mention Lamar Jackson's name, and people are so quick to criticize him when the Bama is doing nothing but what he's being asked to do by his coaches, and then on top of that he's doing it successfully, and and yet you hear and and I'm I'm it's not just the prognosticators on on in the media, but you know that oh he can't throw he can't throw, and 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 it really makes me upset because. You don't hear that with these other white quarterbacks. You don't hear that narrative being uh, that's right. You already know spoken consistently. Like, and they're not the other quarterbacks aren't even really successful. And and I don't, I'm trying to figure out what is there. What is it that they're using to determine that he can't throw the football? Because if you're looking at the stats and you're looking at the uh, completion percentage, uh, if you're looking at, you know what I'm saying, his quarterback rating, you know, uh, and I know that he's in a system where they're asking him to run the football. And just because he's in a system like that does not mean that he can't pass the ball. It may just mean that the way that their team is built, this is the formula to win. And this is, it's working. So... I. I just don't I don't know how him not being in a pass happy offense that knows that he can't pass the football when his numbers when he's throwing the football are solid. And you're looking at the thing is, and, and for those who are who are, who are critical, they're listening to me and they're like, but dog, you know, he can't throw like I'm like throw like who? Are we talking about Josh Allen? <laughs> are we talking about Josh Allen who's who's in my opinion, run he's running football just as much as is Lamar Jackson, um, but his completion percentage is fifty one percent. He has seven touchdowns, eleven ints. So, so what are we talking about? His QB QB rating is sixty three point seven. So, so what are we talking about? What are we talking about? You know, and he's he's what's his record four and eight four and six as is okay so you want him over lamar jackson i just i just want to be clear you want him over lamar jackson um uh, you want josh rosen you want josh rosen who who has a uh 66 qb rating three and nine as as a, as a starter 55 percent passing that, that that's what you want 10, Ten touchdowns, fourteen ints. That's that's what you want. So I, I just I want to be clear because because the expectation or or what's required from quarterbacks in the league is to win. Like winning is the greatest stat, and however however you can do that, it is best. And let's not talk, oh, well, he has a better team. He has, he has a defense and, oh, they're third in the league. Yeah, nah, that matters. I, I think that, that that helps a quarterback when they're making mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But Buffalo has a good defense, too. Let's not talk about, like, their d- defense is trash. I mean, they have a solid defense. Um, but I just I just want to know, like, I, I'm, I'm curious to just know what it is that, that people want. From Lamar Jackson. They want him to throw the ball 40 times. because uh, I, I think if he's throwing at the same clip, or is it the same degree to these other quarterbacks, you know, I, I think his numbers will still be better. How do you react to that? Hold up. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. Sh- he's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. I think his numbers would still be better. I mean, he's a 58% completion percentage. Uh his QB his QBR rating is 84.9. He's five and one, you know. He's had about half of the attempts, but he's also played only about half of the season that the other quarterbacks have played. You know? So, and you, someone said, oh, well, he don't even throw the ball downfield. He's throwing... Yo, Josh Rose is not good throwing the ball down the field. Josh Allen hasn't been good uh-huh. throwing the ball down the field um you know i know mr Trubisky is not a rookie but last year people talking about him about to be out the league but yet when i say you know lamar jackson is is as good if not better you know people are just slandering like that's not even up for discussion i'm like oh, if you see mr bisky last year he's still not a good down and field thrower still you know what I'm saying? A lot of his offense is thrown to the running backs and and dink and dunk and all, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just I'm I'm just wanna be clear. And Sam Darnold, somebody's gonna be like, oh, well, Sam Darnold can throw. He's he's dog, 17 touchdowns, 15 INTs. He has the same yard, yards per attempt as Lamar Jackson. Seven. So he he throwing right, right close to himself too, four and eight. That's that's not good. I don't want losers. You already know our model. We want winners. I want winners. And and his QB rate is 77.8. That's his QBR rating, 77.8. So 84.9 for Lamar, 77.8 for uh, Donald. Josh Allen, his rating, 63. He's trash. Nah, Bob. Rosen, 66. So we're talking about passing here. We're talking about passing here. So I I, I mean, and the thing is, I, I've i given you the stats. I provided that people still gonna say, Oh, you, you just run, watch dog, he will be sorry. I hope he don't. I'm like, look, why does he have to be sorry? Why are we talking about Josh Sam Donald? These Bamers is sorry. Why, why aren't we saying that? Why aren't they saying when 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 they're, when they throw him, the, the the stats are, are, are comparable and he and, and yes it's a less less sample size for lamar because he hasn't played the entire season but still what we've seen i'm not there isn't anything that's convincing me off break that these dudes are better than him off the surface by the numbers nah, bro. no and, and and in this game versus the chargers you know, that was a big game. Is, is, the, is the Jets beating the Chargers? No. Is the Buffalo Bills beating the Chargers? No. I mean, it's clear Lamar Jackson's weapon and the only other guy that I didn't name is Baker Mayfield but if you listen to the show you know that when we did our evaluations Baker Mayfield we thought was the the ready the week one ready starter and had was the best passing quarterback coming out of the draft and then right behind him we had Lamar Jackson and yet He's having success, and people are so quick to criticize him. No, Young, well, he can't pass. He he can't pass. But that's not stated about these other quarterbacks that have shown that they can't pass. <laughs> that have been inconsistent playing a quarterback position. That have been inaccurate. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we know what it is. We, we already know, you know. It's the society we live in. A lot of people have been um, brainwashed to think that just because he's in a system and he's running the football that he can't pass the football. He made a throw in that game versus the Chargers um, that I don't think any of those quarterbacks could have made. That pass to Mark Andrews was on the money. And here we have a few weeks ago, Josh Allen can't hit a wide open in the end zone for 35-yard, 35-yard pass. Come on, man. Get out of here. Get out of here, and, and I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is yeah. Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, and and doesn't miss any passes at all. Like, yeah, that's the growing pains of being an NFL quarterback, and that's something he will have to work on. But to just say he can't pass, and when his sample size of passing is just smaller than his, and and trust me and believe they say, well, why he's in a system that they don't want, they don't trust them to pass the football. It's like that. How do you know that? How do you know for all we know this is things you you we do know. Lamar Jackson led the NCAA last year in rushing yards. You would have to be a fool to not incorporate some run run pass scheme in in his game when this man has shown you his ability to run the football is is as high as running backs. It's is as high as running backs, and I know that the game at the next level, taking those hits constantly, it's just not sustainable. And you've seen them kind of dial it back a little bit, but to not have it, it as a as a major part of the offense would just be foolish. You wouldn't be using like your brain if you were just throwing dropping them back forty five and fifty times. Because in college, he led the NCAA in rushing. That's ridiculous. And go and be like, you know what? We're not gonna rush him at all. We're gonna throw forty times and just pass, 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 pass. That's stupid. You, you, you wouldn't be an NFL head coach or, or or offensive coordinator if you did that with Lamar Jackson and the talent that he is. Partly, their success is the fact that. The teams have to prepare for that. They have to, you know, that run play play option is is a difficult cover because if the linebacker, you know, makes the wrong read, then they're out of place. You can throw uh, slants behind it. You can get behind the defense because the, the defense, the safeties are up. It's just a difficult um, guard for for defensive coordinators and how they're how they figuring out. And we saw that versus the, the Chargers, who are, quote-unquote, the fastest defense and all like that. They had trouble with it. And that's what you do as a as a as a as a coordinator as a as a head coach, and so. But just because they do that with him does not mean, like that's that's faulty logic to mean that just because they run and rush him and run, you know what I'm saying? The, Josh Allen is in a in a in an offense where they drop him back and they doing a whole bunch of shotgun, and this Bama's just playing backyard football. Nobody's talking about his his inability to read defense. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that about him. He, when he just tucks the ball and just runs it everywhere all the time. Mr. Bisky too. Just tucking the ball and run. They got him dropping back, but he's running the football. He's not really making throws and making passes. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know. That that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna say on that, that, that end. You know, y'all can continue to criticize him, but I'm telling you, We'll, we'll see at the end of this year where they where they, where they end up. We'll see at the beginning of next year uh, what they look like because now, you know, it's the Lamar Jackson era. And then we'll compare the numbers. And the most important number, don't lose sight of this, is wins and losses. We're looking at Kirk Cousins on the bubble. we about to get into that too, but he on the bubble. And we're looking at wins and losses. The numbers, and that's another point. Kirk Cousins is another example that if you sit back and throw 40 times with any quarterback, I don't care. We, we probably wouldn't even argue if Lamar Jackson's a better passer than Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins throwing 40 right. times You're is an L. Period. <laughs> it's an L. So... That's what you want? Or do you 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 want want something that's going to be beneficial to your team and help you win? They dial Kirk Cousins back a a lot. Nobody's talking about him and his inability to read defenses and not be a good passer because, you know, he he can only make certain throws. So that's that. That's that. Um, We got the playoffs coming up. And uh, it's getting dicey. Uh, The Chiefs. Uh, uh, sitting at the at the at the top of the uh, food chain, but they have not clinched a bye yet. They they do not have home field advantage as of yet, but they're locked in the playoffs. Um, but they need to beat Oakland uh, in this upcoming game uh, to secure the, the the home field advantage. Um, and so, if they do that, then they'll they'll be riding high. I I anticipate them beating Oakland. Um, I mean, I just, I just do. Uh, Patriots who dusted the, the Buffalo Bills—they look like they're going to get—they're going to, in my opinion, they're going to clinch um, the fr- the first round by and the home field advantage. Um, but they—they they, all they have to do is beat the Jets, and we know that they can do that um, easily, even without Josh Gordon. <sighs> The Josh Joe, like I, I, I get it. He has he has a problem, you know, um, but let let's just be clear. Like the Bama just faded like Jordan because he knew that the writing was on the wall and it was just a matter of time before they hemmed him up. So he tried to bail out before it got him, which I mean we know was the case. Um, I just, I just, I'm I, I just. And this is another thing too. I don't know if the, if the NBA does testing for 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 marijuana, that's something I have to have to research and look that up. But I just you know I don't know if I'm Josh Gordon. He just needs to quit football, young. You want to smoke weed? Go ahead. It's a lot of places in the USA that that is legal. You know, I mean, I think you do do need to get help because a dependency on anything is is detrimental and bad for you. But you know, at this point, you know, he can't even hold his occupation in the NFL because of this. And people can call it a disease, whatever. Like, I mean, that's fine. But he's making decisions. Let's just be clear. He's making decisions and those decisions are forfeiting his opportunity to play in the NFL. And when that's happening on a consistent basis, then maybe that's not the profession for you. You know what I'm saying? And maybe he should find a different profession. Um, Even though he's a great, uh, talented football player, you know, clearly there, there is a, there's a conflict. And, you know, I, 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 it, it, at this point we know that that conflict is severe because he he's you know um having these relapses and going back and forth and so you know I, I my prayers go out to him i wish him the best but at this point i just think that he just needs to find something else you know what i'm saying that doesn't require him to have to you know so if he does decide that he wants to smoke marijuana that it's not impacting his livelihood because Unfortunately, you know the the NFL hasn't progressed to that point where you athletes can consume marijuana and it not impact just their status in the NFL, and that's just it. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're clear on that. Um, so, I mean that that's 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 the Josh Gordon situation in a, in a nutshell. But the Patriots will still make it into the playoffs. They'll still be around, um, and. The, that's that. Then we got the uh Texans right now how it's said is the Texans are, the Texans just need to win. Um, but if they lose then and then whoever the the, the Colts or the Titans get to move into that spot and then they'll, they'll they'll take that uh that playoff spot. Then you have the Ravens which we just talked about. If the Ravens beat the Browns, which is going to be a tough game. I don't think I don't think that the the, the Browns are just a walkover, even though they're out of playoff contention. I think that uh, it's still going to be a, a tough a tough out. I think Greg Williams will have his team prepared to play. Um, they definitely want to beat the uh, the Ravens. I think the Browns still are playing for something, and I think that's Greg Williams um, as the head coach of the, of the team. Um, they've done way more than anybody that has expected them to do. And I think that job is pretty much locked up. I'm talking about the Browns' head coaching job for for Greg Williams. Um, yeah, just by how they have played this back half of the season and how Baker Mayfield has looked. Yeah, um, you know, at seven and seven, that's a good record. I mean, considering it's the Browns um, and them not winning a game last year and just being so so poor. Uh, I mean, anyway, I think they might be seven, seven, and one with the, the tie because they, they did tie the steelers in the game in the first game this year. But uh yeah, so the Ravens play play the Browns. They need to win. Um if the Steelers lose to the Bengals, then Baltimore wins the AFC North. So I think uh I think that the Steelers will beat the Bengals. Um and I think the Ravens will beat the Browns. So um and the Chargers can only win the AFC West and secure home field advantage if the Chiefs lose to the Raiders, which is not about to happen. Nah, um, no, uh, It's not about to happen. Raiders just won last night in Monday Night Football um, versus the Denver Broncos who have just, uh, just laid an egg in mean, this, this back half of the season. Um, and, you know, there's really no... I mean, I know they lost... Uh, the the wide receiver and I can't think of his name right off the top, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about to the, to the Achilles injury, and now you know. But still, it's just I think they have more talent than than the team they played last night, and yet they just got embarrassed. And I know you know, it was the Raiders last game potentially at a you know their stadium, but yeah. So I I just don't yeah Raiders aren't good though let's not let's not get it twisted Raiders aren't good um Titans are trying to get in if they beat the Colts they're in the playoffs and that's that's just it um if if the Houston loses and the tight and the Titans win then they win a division but I don't see Houston losing so um we got the Steelers Steelers must beat the Bengals to have a chance. a win combined with the Baltimore loss to Cleveland would give the Steelers the AFC North. Um, the Steelers could also sneak in as a wild card with the win in a Colts-Titans tie. So I'm not really, that whole tie scenario towards the end of the season, you just kind of throw that out. Like, I don't know when the last time it was a tie and to, to allow a team to get into the playoffs. But I just, I, I don't see that happening, especially with the Colts and Titans. Like, they have having something to play for. Um, so uh, Steelers might not make the playoffs all this year and if they don't I just think that it would be uh, just a showing of just the, the value that Le'Veon Bell t- has w- with that team and you know I, at first it was a little rocky with the whole Le'Veon Bell situation but uh, over time that situation changed and now we're here <laughs> And I know James Conner has played and, and had a, a great season. You know, many people made it into the, the fantasy football playoffs on account of James Conner and just his production. Uh, you know, uh, Samuels has come in and, and 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 performed admirably at the running back position for them, um, doing a lot of different things. Uh, but one of the things that made Le'Veon Le'Veon was the fact that he just could remain healthy and that he was there Game in and game out, um, and especially down the stretch, you know. I, I just, I just look at that game they played um, uh, this this past weekend on Sunday, and just ask yourself if Le'Veon Bell was there, is the outcome of that game different versus the Saints? And I just think it is. I just think it is. And, and the back and forth in that game, and it, it was tight, it was close. But I just think that, you know, Le'Veon Bell just gives you another element, even out the backfield. And, and and big play ability that even Samuels, as well as he's played, just doesn't provide, you know what I'm saying? James Conner, as well as he he was, you know what I'm saying? I just, Le'Veon's just a a tick better. And in a game like that, you need a tick better. You need special talent to get you over the hump, to help you in those critical situations um, that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers found themselves in. And I know that Le'Veon Bell is, is likely out the door and won't come back. But, you know, when you when they're thinking of the long list of decisions that they made this year, um, you know, I'm sure that they're going to reflect and think about that decision to not make Le'Veon their guy. Especially if the window is closing for Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, them not making the playoffs is... It's gonna be it's it's it's, it's gonna be a lot of discussion around that organization, and and I think Tomlin's done an, an admirable job. You know, um, they've had hiccups here and there, but overall, you know, they still he's still producing winning seasons, um, unlike a lot of teams in the NFL. So I, I really don't know how much criticism you can really give him. Um, in this situation, even though he is culpable to some uh, to a, to a degree, uh, I just don't know what that percentage is. Um, when you look at the, the the organization and their decision not to to make Le'Veon their guy and assign him for whatever reasons, whether you agree with it or not, you know, in a game like this, first the Saints, it definitely showed up. I, I feel like uh, on to the Saints. Saints have clinched the bye. They got home foot advantage. Um, they're rocking and rolling and they they look like they're poised to go to the super bowl um i mean i just i just think that with that extra week off sean payton's gonna scheme it up right and i think they have not forgotten about last year versus the minnesota vikings and that bad taste and i think that they he will have some some stunts up his sleeve to <laughs> and some onside kicks some some just just be ready um he he will have that ready uh to to dish out um when they they play their first playoff game uh um nfc we are the bears right now locked in to play the vikings vikings uh are are in the playoffs currently but they are on thin ice baby uh and they play so the vikings played the bears in week 17 this upcoming week Uh, if the Bears win and the Rams lose Chicago will be the number two seed in the NFC they'll get the first round by Chicago has already clinched the division so they already clinched the division but they're trying to go for the top top seed Uh, if the Vikings lose they could be knocked out of the playoffs if the Eagles beat the Redskins so we can just go ahead and cancel the second part of that the Eagles are going to beat the Redskins if you have money uh, you want to go up to uh, uh, Vegas and, and put whatever the spread is, if it's 13, if it's 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, if it's 100, you need to pick the Philadelphia Eagles. They will They will come ready to play in this game for sure. They will pull out all the stops. The Redskins are already defeated. The team has shown you that they're defeated. Um and I anticipate it to be bad because I just think that of loss is just going to really deflate the team, um, you know, and and and, and, and the players are, you you can't run a team that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Players look around and like, I'm not about to go out here and get concussed, trying to tackle these not dudes. And, and When the guys mail it in, dog, it's over. That's why we're not even talking about the other games because these are the games that matter. But when guys mail it in, it's it, it's nothing you can do. And, and the Redskins have mailed it in. They got the stamp on it, the 40-cent 40, 40 postage stamp. It, it, it's gone. Uh, It's at the post office. Vikings play the Bears. This is a big game for the Vikings. Big game for Kirk Cousins. And we already know when big games with Kirk Cousins. Does. Cannot win with him. So you know what I'm saying? Can't do it. You can just get the criticisms ready for next week. Uh they're going to try to establish the run. They are not going to lean on Kirk Cousins. They've done that before and that's been been unsuccessful. So they're going to try to run Dalvin Cook and 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 run the football and and it's not it's not going to work. It's not going to work. The Bears are going to be prepared for it. The Bears are going to force Kirk Cousins to make throws in the tough situations, and you're gonna. The Vikings are going to lose. Oh, you, out, ain't you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. I'm asking you. You ain't question. been doing the education, bro. You yeah, ain't the, the, been doing the education. If the Bears didn't have anything to play for, I would say, huh. Yeah. But I think the Bears will, will, will come out and, and put up a fight and really play the Vikings tough um, to, to try to go for that that top seed. Um, Especially as you see the, uh, you know, we've watched uh, Jerry Goff and the Rams to some degree struggle uh, in recent weeks. Uh, uh, Cowboys and Seahawks. Cowboys uh, are going to get the division, looks like. Um, They're locked in at the fourth seed, so they'll have home field advantage in the wild card round. If the Seahawks win in week 17, they'll play the Cowboys as the fifth seed. Seattle could be bumped down, to number six if they lose the Arizona at home and the Vikings win I think I think uh Seattle will win they just gave uh Pete Carroll an extension which I you know so I I think Pete Carroll is a good coach he's a great motivator um I think that the guys gravitate to him you know and his energy I think that he's been able to Uh, right the ship in some regards where everybody thought it was just downhill. I mean, they had severe offensive line problems at the beginning of this year, stemming from last year. And a lot of people were convinced that they didn't make enough moves in order to address that need. And and here they are, uh, you know, right here in the mix, staring at the playoffs. And so I think he should be rewarded for for that. Um, I just don't know you know, well, I mean, I, I've doubted Pete Carroll before, and he's he's uh, shown that he has the ability to, uh, you know, make things happen in games where you know people might think he was he, they counted him out, and yet here he is. So, you know, props to props to him. Uh, shout out my man Shack. You know, rock with him heavy. Um, and I, I mean, Seattle, they they they're here. They're here. Uh, Eagles, they just need to win and beat the Redskins, uh, and they need the Vikings to lose to the Bears, which are both possible. So this is my, this is my uh, bold prediction of this week: is that the Eagles make it into the playoffs, and we have Nick Foles magic all over again. And I just, yeah, the Vikings. I mean, they're gonna play. They're gonna play. This one tough. Oh, oh, believe it. They gonna they're gonna come out in this one and, and and play hard and tough. But I just think when you Nagy will find a way to to help Mr. Trubisky um, overcome his deficiencies. Yes, I, I said it. And and they figure out a way, a way to win this game. And I think that the defense will be, you know, very instrumental in the success that the Chicago Bears have in this game. Um yeah, so that is that is it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, shout out to Luis. I, he we had a pick'em league, and he's like five games ahead of me, no! and uh, it's looking like he's gonna get the, the fifty dollar Visa gift card. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sad to give it away. I, I botched it. One week, I, I got caught up, and I, I forgot to make my picks. And the jump. just, I couldn't I couldn't make up the ground. Jeremy John, he right there next to me. And, and, well, actually, he's in second. I'm in third. But we're tied with the same record. And uh, I think, you know, when it's all said and done, I think Luis is going gonna to pull, pull away with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm a... I'm gonna congratulate you early, the jinx it, so that you just botched this week so that I can come and uh basically get it the gift card to myself. Um, but you know, thanks thanks to my participants, you guys who participated uh in, in that that pick'em challenge. Uh, we'll do it again next year. Um, hopefully we can increase the amount and up to ante um, for for people who join. Uh just to recap, so right now where it stands, the Chiefs are in the number one seed the Patriots, Saints and the Rams, they're all getting their first week bye, but that could change uh, depending on the, what the Chargers do um, depending on what the Texans do uh, so we'll see, we'll see what that happens with that, uh, in the wild Card round right now as it stands, you got the Colts and the Chargers, the Texans and the Ravens um, th- those things could, could change um, depending on what the Titans, what the Steelers do, um, so then you have in the wild card you have the Vikings in Seattle and then the Bears in Dallas. Uh, if the playoffs started right now, I I, th- I think that Chargers and Colts—that's a cl- oh third versus six. Sorry, so it'll be Colts and the Texans, which would be a, a good game, and then it'll be the Chargers and the Ravens again. Um, so. I definitely would go with the Ravens over the Chargers. And then I would go with the Texans over the Colts. Even though the Colts beat the Texans and have shown the ability to win in those big games, I I just, Deshaun Watson's big play ability and just the stuff that he was doing this past week, oh my goodness, though, his escapability and just how he's able to like escape the rush and make plays downfield is just, it's amazing. It's amazing it's amazing. And DeAndre Hopkins is real. Best hands in the NFL, hands down. People go but what do you mean AB? No, no, no. DeAndre Hopkins and I'm I'm just he makes some of the toughest catches every single week, week in and week out. And he doesn't drop passes. This man has no drops for the season. He might I think he I don't know if he dropped a pass in this past game, but uh, last, up until last game, he had 94 catches and zero drops. Every other receiver in the league has a drop. Every other receiver, even AB, even Odell, like name name your guy and he has a drop. Not DeAndre Hopkins, not DeAndre Hopkins, and then, and and the last person to have hands like this. And DeAndre Hopkins can beat you over the top. He can do everything. But the next, the last player to have hands like he has hands is Chris Carter, in my opinion. It's Chris Carter. I mean, Randy Moss had hands. Don't get it twisted. But Chris Carter was like his hands were just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I got DeAndre Hopkins right, right there. Like when, we, when, it, when it's all said and done, we're talking about best hands in football. DeAndre Hopkins will be on that list. Um one A or one B behind Chris Carter in my in my book. Uh Vikings, if they play the Bears, that's a L. Uh Seahawks versus Cowboys, I got the Seahawks dog. And I'm not hating on the Cowboys. Don't get it twisted. What? I think the Cowboys are a good football team. Bro, what are you but about, Cowboys bro? are are two-dimensional. They're two-dimensional. Um, and I just think that once you are able to take D- Zeke away, and then you're able to take Amari Cooper away, and you're saying to the team, make these other guys beat us, I just think that the Cowboys are vulnerable. And whoever's thinking they're poised to win the Super Bowl is doing hard drugs. Like, they're smoking hard drugs because they just, they have a solid defense. I think they have a formula to be successful, but I just don't think that it translates when these games, these big games happen. And I and I think, you know, Outside of, when they played the Saints, they came and they showed up and they were ready to play. But when they played the Colts, they lost. And so, you know, if you can spread the uh, the Cowboys out defensively, and, and I just think that, you know, that's a formula to be successful and a formula to win. I just don't, I, I and they may get out the first round, and I'm not trying to hate on them. They may get out the first round. That's, that's very, that's very plausible, but... I personally If they match up Versus the Seahawks I have the Seahawks Winning that game React to that Hold up He's an idiot Don't listen to He's an idiot All right, That's what we got To say about that He's an idiot Um, But I don't think That they'll be Matching up um, I think they'll Actually be Matching up Against the Eagles I personally think that 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 will That will be how It shakes out But we'll see We'll see um so that is our games uh i mean it's it's christmas day it's basketball going on but i haven't really been watching basketball like that i don't know what it is about like maybe maybe y'all can understand like i just haven't been like excited about basketball and this is this is this is uncharted territory for me because you know I'm a I'm a super diehard basketball fan, diehard basketball fan, and I, I just haven't like felt the zeal. Like I know it's Christmas Day, I know you have NBA games going on uh, Christmas Day. I know that uh, you know LeBron James is coming into town to play the uh, um, play the, the the Golden State Warriors, and then that's the marquee matchup of the, of the day. But I'm just not, you know. I don't know. I'm like I'm not super thrilled over like seeing this game play out. Maybe it's because the Wizards some trash, and they, and they, and I'm just so like not invested in them uh, that I just kind of like my whole basketball. <laughs> it's like once you take one thing out, it's like everything else goes with it. And so because I'm not the, the Wizards, like and Ernie Grunfeld and how that organization is being managed, like I just don't really care about the rest of it. I don't maybe that that plays a part in it um but nonetheless storylines in the game LeBron James well so LeBron James apologizes for Jewish money posts so he quoted uh 21 Savage who had an album to come out recently um and he quoted uh a line a lyric from the from the song talking about you know Jewish money what uh, what is what the line I guess the specific line is we've been getting the ju- that Jewish money. Everything is kosher. Um, and I guess the Jewish community is, is was offended and got Bro, what are you talking in talking war. I mean, I just I wish that was the narrative for for the black community that, you know, we could have the. You know, the, the luxury of being upset about us being criticized for having money and having, you know, I, I don't know how that became something that just rub people the wrong way. But I mean maybe it was maybe I'm being insensitive. Maybe I'm not aware enough to know how that that's insensitive. I mean, yes, it is a stereotype, but is that I don't can there be good stereotypes? I just I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. Um uh lastly um, I, I'm not interested in seeing the Houston Rockets and all. The, people are getting on. I, I think that the, the league is going to gonna call traveling on James Harden today. I believe that the league has been made aware, finally, has come up to their their, their senses that, that that double step back shuffle, whatever James Harden is doing, which has been a travel. But because, you know, it makes money and, and the league is, you know, they allow traveling in the NBA. Let's just be clear. LeBron James has traveled as much as anybody. They're allowed traveling. But what what James Harden is doing is, is <laughs> it's something different. It's more than traveling what he's doing. But I think that the uproar and people criticizing it and becoming a talking point for media heads. I think he'll get he'll get traveling caught on him today. That that's that's my bold prediction. Uh, they played the uh, OKC. Yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, whatever. I'll wait until the playoffs to really get invested. Uh, I'm starting to treat basketball like I do baseball. It's just it's, it's just crazy like that. And I know I know a lot of people are still like you know you're crazy. You know, I mean I didn't. I'm not playing fantasy basketball this year because it's just too many games and too much. So I'm just not really all that invested um, in, in in the in the league so much. Um, uh, that is... all, oh, yeah. Oh, if you're thinking about watching Bird Box on, on Netflix, go ahead, cancel that. It's trash. Oh, I'm out of here. The ending is trash. Um, It's not even worth worth the time a day. I I mean, it it, it was a cool, like, little 15, 20-minute watch. Like, you kind of like, oh, yeah, this is Jonah. All right. It's intriguing. And then it just hits a wall, and it just goes downhill from there. And I just... You know, I mean, Sandra Bullock is the lead character, and then the dude from Moonlight, I think, I think is in it, and it, it has a, it's just some 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 open ended stories in it, and then like the little Rel is in it, they got little cameos, and he he kind of comes in and like tells you all about like the creatures and stuff, and it, it just never, it, like after the first five minutes, like he catches oh, an L, man. and you never see him what again. They never like pull the book out that he's talking. It, it's just. The story, the story is, Yo. is, a, uh, it's one of those things where they just did, they were like, okay, how can we entertain the people? And they just put entertainment in there, but they didn't really, like, like, really, like, build the story and really, it, it's whacked to me. I mean, you watch it, you can be the judge, whatever, whatever, uh, and let me know what you think. Uh next week, this is not typically how the show goes, so next week we'll have a whole crew back. Again, you know, it's Christmas. Everybody enjoy their families. And we'll have a whole crew back next week. And then we'll do the show like we do. We'll have a uh question of the day, all that good stuff. Um and I just I mean, I know we're not at New Year's yet, but I just wanna thank everybody who rocks with us heavy, who supports the show, who, you know, listens to the content, who shares the content. You know, I, I, you know, I never envisioned that it would it would be like this, that it would get this big, that that we would have this many people rocking with us heavy. You know, what I'm saying even the people that don't don't really everything rock with everything that I say or don't agree with it. Like I love y'all too. Like Merry Christmas to y'all. You know, what I'm saying I love y'all too because you know, in order for like this platform this space t- to be authentic to be real you have to be able to take both sides of the criticism and and i think that that's something that we you know at least my me personally i try to do as much as possible be open i engage with people because i know you yeah, at the end of the day like the radio programs they're too dismissive like they're too dismissive of people's points they don't even want to hear it and stuff and i know a bunch of y'all are, are y- y'all don't have high iqs i know i mean some of y'all just don't it's just it's just a fact everybody can't be you know baby geniuses like like myself and and, and, and my and my team but you know was just a joke but you know with that said you know i appreciate all that all the engagement that people give me on both sides of the of the of the spectrum you know what i'm saying i, I appreciate my team d jeff Aaron, tasha you know what I'm saying? Lance J, shout out to Where's Buffy, you know, all, all, all our peoples, all our folks, the Rich uh Sports Reality, uh, Free Engine Radio, um, you know, Keto with G Man, uh, uh, uh Ben and Knows Best, my man Dan. Like everybody who's been rocking with us from the from the beginning. I appreciate y'all. Have a have a I hope y'all had a, a merry and wonderful Christmas. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, just search Other Side of Sports. Uh, you can download our app, uh, just type in Other Side of Sports, or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! <sighs> Fine, Z. You do that to me, how does it feel? told you shut up we've talked about let me speak how does that Do feel that. how does that Do- feel